All right. Hey, LifeBridge. Uh, we are here with one of our two keynote sessions in our campaign called uh, Pray Like Jesus, where we're talking about how we can pray like Jesus and how our prayer life should be an essential element of our connection with God and our spiritual life with God, just how significant, how important that is. Jesus prayed a lot, um, so we want to pray too. So I'm here with uh, Miggy, Renee, and Aaron from YWAM in Nicaragua. And I am just privileged to have them. I reached out to uh, Libby Thorngate, who is with Youth uh, with a Mission and who, who used to work there. And she referred me to these guys. And I'm very excited to have this conversation with you. We were talking a little bit before this, and I'm really excited to hear your stories and to hear your experiences. So welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here with us. So first of all, why don't you guys start out by just saying really quick what you do with YWAM in Nicaragua. So YWAM actually started in Nicaragua 30 years ago. So now YWAM has three different training locations, their DTS locations in three different parts of Nicaragua. So there's one in Diriamba. There's also one in the capital of Nicaragua in the city called Managua. And then we also have one here in Bluefield. So Renee and I started our, our time of serving in YWAM in Diriamba. And so we had spent a, a significant amount of time praying and seeking the Lord. And five years ago, the Lord directed us to come and pioneer a new YWAM work here on the east coast of Nicaragua in a city called Bluefield. Y, y en, en 2016 nos movimos uh, acá. So in 2016, we moved here. Y Dios nos dio eh, a través de la oración también eh, nuestra visión de poder desarrollar líderes siervos que puedan impactar eh, las diferentes generaciones para servir Bluefields y las naciones. Um, so God spoke to us that the purpose of why he wanted to pioneer Wild and Bluefields was to develop servant leaders that could serve the different areas of society here in Bluefield, but also in be launched into the nation. Y la una de las maneras que perseguimos esta visión es a través de nuestros entrenamientos. So one of the ways that we pursue the development of that vision is through our training. Eh, tenemos una escuela de discipulado y entrenamiento. We have a training school called Discipleship Training School, DTS. Que es una escuela de cinco meses donde los jóvenes vienen, viven con nosotros y tienen la experiencia de aprender, vivir eh, en la comunidad. Um, so that school lasts five months, and in those five months, they come and live with the campus community. Um, they're living together and learning together alongside of us. Eh, también tenemos un entrenamiento para jóvenes de dos semanas que se llama SST. We also have a training school that lasts two weeks, and this school is focused on teenagers, and, and it's called SST. Eh, y, es, y es tratando de alcanzar a los adolescentes y jóvenes 
para poder alcanzar el, el mundo. So the goal is to be able to reach the youth of the nation so that then they can reach the nations. Eh, tenemos algunos ministerios prácticos que, eh, que eh, tenemos conexión aquí en Bluefields. We also have some practical ministries that we do here to minister into the city of Bluefields. Eh, tenemos un ministerio que se llama Goal Ministry, que ese es para eh, conectar y trabajar con jóvenes en colegios, universidades, deportistas. So we have a ministry called Goal Ministries, and that, that ministry is focused on ministering to kids in high school or ministering to sports teams or ministering to university students. Y también tenemos un ministerio con niños en riesgos que se llama Impacto. We also have a ministry focused on children at risk, and that ministry is called Impact. Eh, aquí cerca de donde vivimos hay un lugar donde la gente trabaja quebrando piedras. So, very close here to where we live, there is an area that um, the people live and sustain themselves by breaking rocks with their hands to make gravel. Entonces, nosotros vamos y trabajamos con sus hijos de ellos para enseñarles las historias bíblicas. So, we go into that community and uh, work with their children and provide a children's program for them where they're learning biblical principles. Y también ministramos a, a los padres cuando eh, podemos, eh, normalmente nos sentamos con ellos a quebrar piedras y conversar. So, in addition to ministering to the children, we also minister to the parents by going and sitting right down next to them and breaking rocks with them. And while we're breaking rocks with them, we're, we're sharing the gospel and encouraging them. Eh, por supuesto, tenemos buena relación con eh, algunas de las iglesias local, locales aquí. We also uh, are ministering to and having a good relationship with the local church here in Bluefield. Y, y trabajamos mucho con ellos con seminarios o, o grupos de jóvenes. So we um, work a lot with them by doing seminars or youth events. Y una cosa vital para nosotros es eh, como Jucuma Internacional tenemos eh, una visión de, de poner una Biblia en cada hogar. Eh, um, one of the very important core things of our ministry is that YWAM International um, as a whole has a vision to get a Bible into every home in the world. Entonces nosotros como Jucum pues también hemos adoptado y, y, y esa es parte de lo que hacemos. Eh, compramos Biblias y llevamos y visitamos las casas y les regalamos una Biblia a cada familia que no tiene. So, as being part of YWAM, we have adopted this vision, and that's what we do. We buy Bibles, and then we go on foot, door to door, um, talking to people and giving Bibles to families that do not have one. Eh, ahora, estos no son proyectos que surgieron de nuestras propias ideas. So, these are not projects that came out of our own head. Eh, son cosas que el Señor nos ha dado a través de tiempos de oración. These are Things we do because God spoke them and gave them to us through times of intercession. Porque el Señor, eso es algo que Él anhela, que podemos preguntar a Él cómo podemos servirle mejor. Um, because the Lord desires that we would come and interact with Him so He can show us His dreams and how we can um, serve Him. Entonces, como Él nos dijo hacerlo, lo queremos hacer y completar con todo nuestro corazón. Para alcanzar al perdido. And so, the, because he's the one that asks us to do these things, we want to do them as best, the, with the, all of our heart, the best that we can to be able to reach the goal that he has in his heart. 
Y eso es parte de lo que hacemos. This is part of what we do. Eh, y estamos muy contentos de poder escuchar la voz de Dios, obedecerle y no darnos por vencidos. And we're so uh, grateful to get to have this um, God that we get to listen to him, obey him, and we don't give up. Porque él nunca se da por vencido con nosotros. Because he never has given up on us. Entonces, uh, y eso es parte de lo que hacemos como familia aquí en Jucum Bluefields. And this is what we do as, a, some of what we do here as a, the family of Y1 Bluefields. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And it's good for us to have some context of what you guys do and what you're doing on a regular basis. And YWAM, before we begin the conversation. So a lot of um, a lot of the questions that I sent you and asked you were related to uh, when students come in for discipleship training school, uh, what are some of the things that shock them, the things that are kind of surprising about the culture um, and the spirituality that they experience in Nicaragua. And you messaged me back and said that we should just ask Erin to share a little bit of her story <laughs> because Erin is from the States and she can share into a lot of those experiences of, of what it was like to do ministry in a culture that was unfamiliar and how she's grown into that. So Erin, would you share a little bit of that story? Yeah, so I'm originally from Arizona in the States. Um, I grew up a pastor's daughter and I grew up in a denomination that this idea of hearing God, depending on God, knowing that there's an enemy and, and all of that was, was normal for me. Um, that was my church background. So in intellectual theory, I knew all of that to be real. Um, but there's a difference between knowing it in your head and then having to live it. Um, and, you know, I think personally in the U.S., we have a tendency to like to sit around and talk a lot about what is true and, and argue about these biblical concepts, but it's a very different thing when you're confronting it in your face and you have to live it every day. Um, and so I was thinking, you know, on an aspect of intercession, we can intellectually talk about what does, why do we need to pray? Why do we need to talk to God? Why do we need to ask him um, what he thinks before we ask? But I can sit there and intellectually talk about that, but then when you're daily and living in this, I literally can't unless God speaks. I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, I literally don't know how to respond to this situation or how we're going to have victory in this situation. Um, there's a desperation that comes with living on the edge <laughs> um, and, and to kind of live outside of your comfort zone. I think one of the reasons, at least for me and my experience, the reason why we we like to over intellectualize this stuff and not apply it is because we're not living outside of our comfort zone. We're living in a way that I can, I can be okay in, in and of myself, or at least we believe that lie. <laughs> um, and so in an aspect of needing to be in this place of total, like a prayer is not something I do once a week or even once a day. It's this constant God, what am I going to do right now? God, um, I'm not sure how to handle this situation. So this, constant dependency because without him I cannot do even what I'm doing daily um and then on the the aspect of the other side which is the enemy again for me I grew up in a church culture that you know demons are real um Satan does stuff and maybe we weren't blaming 
every sickness on the devil, but we knew that he could, he could do things. <laughs> um, and I think, so in, in an intellectual sense, that was not new for me, but it's a different thing when you're, you're actually seeing it. You're seeing someone who has been so consumed by what the enemy is doing that they're actually manifesting a demon, or you are experiencing people who have demonic stuff going on in their home and all kinds of crazy situations going on because a demon is um, bringing uh, oppression upon them, or you're dealing with someone who's so distorted and so many lies of the enemy that they can't even think straight anymore. So all these things that they, we know intellectually that the enemy does, um, Personally, I think that we, the enemy is happy to kind of go, oh, well, you just sit there and try and figure that out in the U.S. Um, and go, well, you want to sit there and talk about it, that's fine. You're not, you're not scaring me at all because all you want to do is talk. You don't want to act. Um, whereas here, no one has to convince people here that there's a God and that there's a Satan. Everybody knows that. It's just which side have you chosen? Which side are you on? Um, and so, therefore, he's much more, he doesn't hide. He doesn't work in the manipulative background. I don't think that Satan's powers are more strong here than they are in the U.S. People in the U.S. are in the same kind of strongholds and deception, but he's got a better advantage to kind of do it in a more subtle, manipulative way, because if he shows himself, then people will run to God versus here. It's like everybody already knows God exists. So the way he can show himself is through intimidation and fear and being much more visibly present maybe than he is. But I don't think it's because he does more work here than he does in the U.S. It's just his, he's, he's, a, he's strategic. So we should be too. <laughs> so that being the case of the culture that you're in now, um, mm -hmm. how, how do you, how does that affect your, your prayer life? Like your, your strategies for doing ministry there, uh, it, it has to be different, right? It, it's not the, it's not the typical, like, oh, if we do this event, then people will come or that event, people, whatever it's, is more spiritually based, right? So what does, what does that, uh, the culture do to your prayer life, to how you intercede? One of the things I, I always say is I think Nicaragua has taught me more than I've taught it. And so when I think about what I've learned and being a lot more desperately dependent on the Lord is something that I, I think I want to carry with me no matter where I am. Um, and not just, it's something that Nicaragua has taught me because I've had to live that way, but it's something that we as the church in the U.S. need to wake up to is that we've got this lie. We believe that we're good. We just throw on a good event and God's going to do stuff versus recognizing that it's all about dependence on him. Um, and so for me, that looks like asking a lot more questions of him than I used to. Uh, whereas we're really good at thinking we can, we're really smart and we can figure it out on our own. Um, that recognizing that that utter dependence upon the Lord and that he's much smarter than me. He's much wiser than me. He's much more capable than me. So my job as a daughter is to look to my dad and ask him, what do you, what do you think in this situation? Where would you guide? Because I have some good ideas, but they're just good ideas. It, and good ideas don't change anybody. And Aaron's ideas don't change anybody, but God's ideas do. Um, and so this much more radical dependence, much more awareness that we humans aren't all that exist, that there is a battle going on, um, an invisible one, but it is there. And therefore, um, not just 
warring against you know, the Bible talks about your battle isn't against flesh. It's against strongholds and principalities and against the enemy. And I think we have as a tendency to battle a lot against the flesh, against either ourselves or against each other, instead of recognizing who the real enemy is, we've lost focus. And the enemy is completely happy to leave us lost in our focus because he goes, well, if you'll attack each other, if you'll attack yourself, I don't have to worry about you. You're doing my job for me. Um, and so this waking up and going, wait a minute, who's the real enemy here? And who's the real king that I should be battling alongside of? And so it's this kind of waking up to the reality. We, um, we think we've got it all figured out, but we need to wake up and recognize that this is real. There is a real God that wants to speak and there is a, there's a real war going on, but we are on the winning side. So you guys mentioned when we were talking earlier about how uh, in your in your discipleship training school, you often just have times of prayer um, and how important that is for the discipleship training process. So just kind of walk us through what is that? What do those times of prayer look like and how important those are for the students in your DTS? So every week we have several um, scheduled planned times of intercession. So one of the primary goals of our intercession time is that we're trying to, we want to hear God's voice. Okay, ponemos eso como una prioridad porque queremos saber el corazón de Dios eh, para las naciones y lo que él quiere hacer. So, this is our priority because we want to know God's heart for the nations and what he wants to do. Entonces, eh, hacemos eh, algunos pasos de intercesión, les llamamos. So, we do several, um, what we call steps of intercession. Y en algunos de ellos lo que hacemos es callar nuestras propias voces. So, one of the key steps is that we uh, silence our, the own voices in our in our head. Porque a veces ponemos nuestros pensamientos antes que los pensamientos de Dios. A lot of times we um, are are putting our thoughts. Um, we're we're listening to our own thoughts instead of listening to God's thoughts. Pero también sabemos que el enemigo está tratando de influenciar nuestros pensamientos. But we also want to recognize that the enemy also plays a role in influencing our thoughts. Entonces eh, sometemos todo esto y lo llevamos a Dios. So we submit ourselves to the Lord and go to him. Eh, y comenzamos a pedir a Dios que sea él que nos hable. And we start declaring, Lord, you're the one we want to hear from. Entonces eh, comenzamos a recibir palabras del Señor. And we start receiving words of the Lord. Ya, palabras que a veces o vienen a través de visiones. Sometimes these words come through visions. Eh, cosas que él pone en la mente de alguien para, para algo que él quiere hacer. Um, that, that God shows somebody a, a, a picture of something he wants to do. Entonces, en fe creemos que es algo que el Señor está dando. Um, in faith, we believe that this is the Lord speaking. Y comenzamos a declarar estas cosas, ¿no? Para, para ya sea un país, una ciudad. So then we start declaring with our mouths. The, the thing that he showed us over whether it's a city or, or a nation. Porque la, la importancia de, de la intercesión y de la oración es eh, poder recibir del Señor para poder eh, declarar eso sobre lo que él está diciendo. So the purpose of intercession is that we would hear God's thoughts or, or see the things God sees and then open our mouths and declare them out. Y siempre una pregunta que nos hacemos en el proceso es cuál es nuestra parte, ¿no? And so another question we ask ourselves in this process of intercession is, what is my part in what you showed me? Puede ser que parte sea 
It could be that with what he's showing us, my part is just to pray. Or it could be that he's actually asking me to do something. So we want to listen to him so, and then obey him in what he's asking us to do. Pero casi eh, en nuestra experiencia con los estudiantes. Our experience with the students. Eh, es, especialmente hoy, una de las estudiantes estaba mencionando que nunca había tenido la experiencia de, de interceder, de escuchar a Dios y de orar lo que Dios le dice orar. Um, even today, one of our students was sharing how um, never before she came to Wyoming had she had the experience of praying in a way where you're listening to what God wants to say and then declaring what God is saying. Entonces, en, en esos tres meses que pasamos con ellos en, en, en la fase teórica, es una oportunidad de, de poder ayudarles a ellos a enfocar y que escuchen la voz de Dios. So, one of the main focuses of these three months of their lecture phase of their training school at BTS is that they would learn how to hear the voice of God. Y, y, es, y es hermoso poder ver el asombro de algunos de ellos. Ay, Dios me dijo algo. Um, it's so cool every time getting to watch them because they come and then the first time they hear God's voice, their whole face lights up and they're in a shock going, God spoke to me. Y, y eso es muy emocionante. It's so fun to watch. That gets into the question I was going to ask. Um, how have you seen, so not that regular rhythm of prayer change your students so obviously hearing the voice of god like like just changing their as you just said like their face lights up and wow i, I can do this um how, how else have you seen it change your students and how have you seen this regular rhythm of prayer change you so as we're walking with them over the three months lecture. This um, helps us to have a chance to really get to know them in a personal way. And, and in this process, we get to know what are their, their struggles. What are the areas that they're growing in? Entonces, eh, somos bien intencionales en la parte de, de saber esto para poder ayudarles en su crecimiento. And, and we're really intentional in, in wanting to be involved in these things in their lives to walk with them. Sabemos que cualquier cosa que nos, nosotros podamos decir no es lo que va a cambiar sus vidas. We know that what we say isn't going to change their lives. Eh, es lo que viene del Señor y lo, el trabajo que el Señor está haciendo lo que cambia sus vidas. It's what the Lord speaks and is doing that's actually going to bring transformation. Pero el poder caminar con ellos eh, de cerca ayuda a poder identificar estas cosas. But being able to walk with them in a close way helps us to be able to identify these things in their lives. Y entonces ser bien intencionales en oración y decir a, al Señor, Señor, ayúdales en su crecimiento en estas áreas. Um, and to be able to be really intentional in praying over them is, is in the things that we're seeing and in interceding for them that they would grow in these areas. Por ejemplo, hemos visto a una de las chicas que está con nosotros. But for example, one of the girls that's doing her school right now. Era una chica que era bien tímida. She was a girl that was extremely timid. Eh, y ella vino y hizo su SST. She came and did our SST training school. Y el, el Espíritu Santo le dio gozo. And the Holy Spirit gave her joy. Ella no se sentaba en la mesa y no, no platicaba con la gente. 
She wouldn't even sit at the table and talk to people. She was so shy. Y ahora en su proceso de crecimiento podemos ver que ella está hablando y riéndose todo el tiempo. And now, just a few months later, she talks to everybody and she laughs all the time. Y ese es eh, un nivel de crecimiento que podemos ver muy palpable. And this is a very, like, noticeable transformation we can see in her life. That's beautiful. And yeah, joy is fruit of the spirit that comes from God. So awesome. And how have, how have you guys grown personally? How has a uh, life of prayer uh, been foundational for your ministry? And how have you, how have you seen your life change through this? Para, para mí de manera personal, eh, yo no pudiera haber visto lo que he visto hasta el día de hoy. Personally, I would not be where I am today had it not been for prayer. Yo vengo desde un trasfondo de la calle. I come from living um, on the streets. Y sin un propósito, sin una visión, sin una dirección. I had no purpose, no direction, no vision. Y desde el momento en que yo decidí dar mi vida al Señor. And from the moment I decided to give my life to the Lord. Y aprender a orar. And learn how to pray. Y escuchar su voz y ser obediente. And listen to his voice and be obedient. He visto como mi vida personal ha ido ha ido creciendo. I have seen my personal life grow. Eh, y a la misma vez ir entendiendo el propósito de Dios para mi vida, para otros y para el mundo. And to learn how to hear God in His purposes He has for my life, for others, and for the world. Entonces, eh, como dijimos antes, no, alguna de las cosas que hemos que hemos visto eh, pasar. And so, as we said before, some of the things we've seen happen en el de as in the context of Y1 Bluefield eh, ha sido por la oración. has been because of prayer. Eh, hemos visto una necesidad. We've seen needs. Por ejemplo, la necesidad con los jóvenes. Like needs with the youth. Jóvenes metidos en depresión. Youth um, struggling with depression. In drugs. Con deseos de quitarse la vida. Um, uh, desires to commit suicide. Y hemos ido al Señor y hemos dicho al Señor, Señor, ¿qué hacemos con esto? And we've gone to the Lord and said, Lord, what do you want to do about this? Eh, hemos clamado, hemos llorado por esto. We have cried out to the Lord and prayed. Y en el proceso han venido palabras del Señor. And in the process, the Lord has brought us words. Y el Señor nos ha guiado a qué es lo, qué es lo que debemos de hacer para sacar a estos jóvenes de la situación en la que están. Um, and God has shown us steps we need to take to be able to walk with these youth out of the situations that they're in. Un ejemplo de esto es una chica que está ahorita con el staff. One example would be one of our staff, YWAM staff here. Eh, la conocimos en el colegio. We met her when she was in high school. Eh, la, eh, a través de uno de los ministerios que Dios nos dio, pudimos hacer contacto con ella. Through one of the ministries that God gave us, we made contact with her. Ella, ella estaba en un punto donde ella quería quitarse la vida. She was at a point where she was planning on killing herself. Eh, y ahora, ella es parte de nuestro staff. And now, she's part of our YWAM staff. Eh, ella es parte de la SST. She's part of um, the SST training of youth. Eh, está ahora invirtiendo en la vida de otros jóvenes. She's now investing into the lives of other youth. Entonces, hemos podido ver cómo la oración y la obediencia ha, ha ayudado a otros. We've been able to see how prayer and obedience has been, brought transformation in the lives of others. Y poder también afirmar su relación con Dios. And to be, bring affirmation to their relationship with God. Entonces, ha sido muy clave para nosotros como ministerio en nuestra vida personal, eh, la oración. Um, this has been so key in our personal lives, but also in the leadership of the ministry, that prayer is our foundation. 
como yo estaba mencionando anteriormente, as I was mentioning before, eh, creo que ninguna de las cosas que están pasando hoy sin la oración hubiese sido posible. I don't think that anything that's happening right now um, would have been possible without prayer. Y una verdad que, que yo aprendí y que me ayuda, me ha ayudado a conectar y a permanecer. Something, a truth that I learned and I um, has helped me stay strong. Y, y fue dicha por la, la fundadora de Kukun, eh, Darlene Cunningham. And it is a phrase by one of the, the founders of YWAM, Darlene Cunningham. Y ella dijo, nosotros oramos porque tenemos un Dios que nos escucha. She says, we pray because we have a God that listens to us. Y, y cuando yo lo escuché esto por primera vez, era como, sí, es cierto, Dios nos escucha, vamos and a orar. The first time I heard this, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so true. We have a God that hears us, let's pray. Porque en la Biblia leemos todo es que Él escuchó el clamor de su pueblo, Él escucha a sus hijos, Él escucha a todos. So the Bible, we see this over and over and over again. He heard the, the, the prayers of his people. He listened to the prayers of a righteous man. He listens to his children. Y, y él quiere escucharnos. Y eso fue algo que, que impactó mucho mi corazón y cambió mi vida de oración. Porque a veces pensamos, oramos y pensamos que nuestra oración no pasa del techo. <laughs> so knowing that God listens to us really changed my prayer life because a lot of times we pray and we think maybe our prayers aren't going beyond the, the, the ceiling. Entonces, eh, es, es muy importante saber que Dios está aquí. It's really important to know that God is here. Y que Él, Él escucha nuestras oraciones. And that He listens to our prayers. Y, y esto es lo que me ha ayudado a permanecer por 24 años o 25 años en misiones. This is what has helped, made me able to stay steadfast in 25 years in missions. Porque a través de la oración de poder permanecer y caminar en lo que Dios me llamó a hacer. Um, because through prayer, I've been able to walk in obedience and stay steadfast in what the Lord is asking me to do. Amen. That's so wonderful. Um, the thought is almost overwhelming, right? To think that God, like the God of the universe wants to hear us wants to communicate with us. And that is such a profound mystery and such a beautiful truth that I think we often just miss. And it's awesome to hear how that has changed your prayer life and your perspective of how you can pray to him. So you mentioned uh, scripture and you mentioned how you see this in scripture time and time again of God hearing the prayers of his people. And when you were talking before about um, hearing from God and hearing God's guidance, God's direction for your ministry, Um, how does, how does hearing from God relate to scripture and, and what you read from in scripture? Can you just talk to that for just a moment? Es que como se conecta, como bíblicamente que la basada con esa idea de, ¿dónde está esa idea de, de intercesión? Y de, de escuchar la voz de Dios como la basada. No se conecta con la okay. Y como donde vea ese enseñanza. A través de toda la escritura. Um, throughout the whole Bible. Eh, uno puede ver eh, hombres interactuando con Dios. Um, we can see that 
It's mankind interacting with God. Desde el Antiguo Testamento, los profetas escuchaban a Dios y hablaban al pueblo. Um, even in the Old Testament, the prophets would listen to God and then speak what God said. Eh, y eh, era una manera no de, de intercesión. This was like a form of intercession. Okay, porque es eh, los profetas poniéndose en medio de Dios y del pueblo. So it's the prophet standing as the gap between mankind and God. O eh, un ejemplo de ellos es también Moisés. An example would be Moses. Cada vez que el pueblo estaba pasando una situación. Every time that the people were going through a situation. Moisés iba a Dios. Moses would go to God. Escuchaba a Dios y traía de Dios de parte de Dios lo que quería decir al pueblo. God, he would listen to God and then he would come back and share to the people what God wanted to say. Eh, un ejemplo de eso también es la la vida de oración de Jesús. Um, and then we see this as the uh, the model of the life of prayer that Jesus had. Eh, estoy com completamente seguro de que Jesús iba a la presencia del Padre. I'm totally sure that Jesus would go into the presence of the Father. Eh, él compartía todo lo que le estaba haciendo en el proceso del día. He would talk to the Father about everything that was going on in the day. Pero también escuchaba del Padre que era el, el plan del Padre para lo que él iba a hacer en el mundo, ¿no? Um, but he would also listen to the Father about what the Father's plan was for the, the world. Entonces, eh, siguiendo estos modelos de lo que la Biblia nos enseña es que hemos ido poniéndolo en práctica. And so seeing these scriptural examples is what we want to put into practice. De que Dios es un Dios personal. Because we believe that God is a personal God. Y como un Dios personal, tener, eh, con cada and as a personal God, he wants to have communication with every individual. Eh, y quiere que cada individuo sea parte del propósito que él tiene para el mundo. And he wants every individual to be a part of the purpose he has for the world. Entonces, como, individuo, como individuos tenemos la tarea por delante. And as individuals, we have a homework ahead of us. Eh, que es de, de estar pendientes de escuchar la voz de Dios para ser parte de lo que él quiere hacer. Is to be um, intentionally seeking to hear what he has to say so that we can be part of what he wants to do on the earth. Y principalmente en los tiempos que estamos viviendo ahora. And especially in the days we're living in today. Sabemos que hay un mundo en necesidad. There is a world in need. Tenemos una pandemia frente a nosotros. We have a worldwide pandemic in front of us. Tenemos eh, un mundo en pobreza. We have a world struggling with poverty. Tenemos un mundo que ha estado siendo atado por mentiras del enemigo. We have a world that's being um, trapped by lies of the enemy. Y se necesitan hombres y mujeres de Dios que escuchan a Dios. And we, what is needed is men and women who listen to the voice of God. Y que de la misma manera en que Moisés, los profetas, Jesús. And in the same way that Moses, the prophets, and Jesus. Eh, le escucharon y le obedecieron. Lo mismo tenemos que hacer nosotros. They would listen to God and obey God. We need to do the same thing. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. And you, uh, you mentioned as well how... Let me change gears just a little bit. How Nicaragua is a very like, spiritual culture where they interpret kind of everything through a spiritual lens and how you, part of your ministry there is, is to uh, help them understand scripture better, help them understand the God of the Bible, help them understand the, that worldview and that perspective on spirituality so they know truth. So um, can you just talk to that a little bit about how you, uh, how you teach and train in the truth of scripture. Eh, una de las cosas que estaba compartiendo es eh, la cosmovisión que tenemos en Nicaragua y en Latinoamérica. So one of the things that I was sharing is the worldview that we have here in Nicaragua, but, all, but also in Latin America. 
es una cosmovisión animista. This is a animistic worldview. Y con esto queremos decir de que pensamos de que mucha de la influencia que tenemos alrededor de nosotros es por causa de espíritus. What that means in animistic worldview is that we blame almost everything that's happening in the around us on a spirit. Y lo que tenemos que hacer es eh, traer una cosmovisión bíblica. And what we need is a biblical worldview. Y traer un equilibrio. And to bring balance. Eh, porque sí, sí sabemos y creemos de que hay espíritus, no hay espíritus malos. Um, because yes, we absolutely believe that there are spirits. There hay, are bad spirits. Hay demonios que se están eh, moviendo en el ambiente. There are demons that are moving in the atmosphere. Eh, pero necesitamos a través de la escritura tener discernimiento de cuándo es que esto sucede. But through scripture, we need to have discernment to know that when is it a spirit. Porque muchas veces eh, hay alguien que está viendo soplar el viento y dice, hay un espíritu se está moviendo acá. So, um, so, somebody can be really extreme and be like, oh, you know, the wind is blowing, that's a demon. Okay, pero, pero son eh, extremos que nuestra cultura nos ha enseñado. But those are extremes that our culture has taught us. Pero eh, hemos visto también personas eh, siendo captivas por eh, demonios. But we've also seen people being captured eh, by demons. Entonces, eh, a través de la, de la relación con Dios y el caminar con el Espíritu Santo, hemos, ido, podido, hemos podido tener discernimiento de, de cuándo es que esto realmente sucede. Um, and so, out of a relationship with God and an understanding of His Word and His truth, we can, we can discern when is, it, when is it that it is a demon. Entonces, eh, necesitamos... Eh, Atacar las mentiras primero que el enemigo ha levantado. We first need to attack the lies that the enemy has raised up. Porque esa es la primera, la primera potestad que él ha levantado en Latinoamérica. Because this is the, the first um, uh, principality that he has raised up in Latin America. También eh, como latinos hemos puesto a Satanás y a Dios en el mismo nivel. Um, as Latinos, we think of God and Satan as like equal opposing forces. Pensamos de que ellos eh, tienen el mismo poder y solamente son dos fuerzas que se están dando duro. Um, and so we think of them as two beings that have same levels of power and they're fighting against each other. Pero la verdad es que la escritura nos enseña de que nuestro Dios es un Dios todopoderoso. But the reality is the scripture teaches us that our God is an all-powerful God. Que Satanás ha sido vencido. But Satan has been defeated. Y que Dios tiene un propósito para cada ser humano. And that God has a purpose for every human being. Entonces, Él nos envió a través de las palabras del Señor Jesucristo. And He sent us through the words, of, from the words of Jesus Christ. De ir y liberar a todos aquellos que están captivos por el enemigo. To go and bring freedom to everyone who is captive of, uh, unto the enemy. Pero necesitamos en el proceso mucho discernimiento. We need, in the process, we need a lot of discernment. Eh, para no, no estar siguiendo una, una idea falsa. To not be following a false idea. Y seguir la verdad de Dios porque esta es la que verdaderamente hace libre. Um, and to follow the truth of God because the truth of God is what actually makes you free. El proceso en realidad no es tan fácil. The process honestly isn't super easy. Eh, nosotros como, yo soy nicaragüense. Personally, I am Nicaraguan. Y, y um, ha sido un proceso a través de la escritura de que Dios ha podido... Eh, Limpiar mi mente de, de muchas cosas falsas. And it's been a process for me that as, as the Lord's truth came upon my life, I, my mind was cleared of a lot of lies. Pero algo que Dios eh, me ha enseñado y tratamos de enseñar a los jóvenes ahora. Uh, something that God has taught me and now we try and teach the youth. 
Es que también nuestras decisiones cuentan. Is that our, our decisions matter. Porque eh, a veces decimos, ah, todo es el ambiente espiritual y esa es su culpa, pero yo eh, tengo que examinar qué decisiones estoy tomando que eh, me llevan a sufrir consecuencias eh, difíciles. So a lot of times we want to blame um, the spiritual forces or other things for the situations that are happening, but I need to examine myself and recognize that my decisions have consequences. I have an ability to impact for good or for bad. Y como René estaba diciendo, tenemos que mantener el balance. And as René was saying, we need to come into the balance. Eh, y eso tratamos de enseñar a los estudiantes. And this is what we want the students to understand. Es lo que tratamos de mantener vivo en nosotros también. This is what we want to keep alive in ourselves as well. Eh, de que estamos conscientes que hay eh, una guerra espiritual. Is that we are conscious and aware that there is a spiritual work going on. Pero estamos conscientes de que el Espíritu Santo vive en nosotros. But we're also conscious that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. Y que Él desarrolla carácter en nuestra vida. And that He develops character in our lives. Para poder obedecer la verdad y no obedecer a la mentira. And to be able to obey truth and not obey lies. Entonces es a través del Espíritu y la Palabra que viene la transformación y es lo que eh, transmitimos o animamos a los jóvenes de seguir el espíritu y la verdad. It's through the truth and the spirit that we actually have transformation in our lives. This is what we want the, our students to understand. It's through the truth and the spirit that, that change actually happens. Eh, pero el proceso no es tan sencillo. But the, honestly, the process isn't super easy. Porque los jóvenes tienen que desear y decidir, yo quiero esto, yo quiero caminar en esto. Because this, the youth have to make a decision for themselves whether or not they want to actually follow this life. Entonces, eh, eso es algo que nos emociona del discipulado, de que podemos caminar con ellos cada día y... y y animarles de, de caminar con Dios. Um, because this is what excites us about discipleship is that we can walk with them each and every day, challenging them and encouraging them to walk in obedience to the Lord. That's beautiful. Um, in closing, I want to be respectful of your guys' time. Um, can you just give us one kind of final, final thing, word, whatever, uh, on how to maintain this closeness to God. Um, talk to us, just, maybe something you tell your students, like, and here we call it like the post-camp, like spiritual high, right? Like when they leave YWAM, I'm sure there's like a phase where they're on a spiritual high. And then how do you maintain that? How do you, how do you keep that, your, your spiritual fervor and walking with the spirit throughout even the, the more boring parts of life or just the daily rhythms and routines? How uh, what are some things that you can just encourage us in to stay close to God, to continue walking with the Spirit? De manera personal, una de las cosas eh, que me ha ayudado mucho. Um, in a personal way, one of the things that's helped me a lot. Porque yo sé como que como cristianos tenemos estas luchas. Because I know that as Christians we have these battles. Eh, realmente Dios existe. Really, God does exist. Realmente Dios está ahí cerca para mí. Really, God is there close for me. Pero cada día yo estoy trabajando conmigo mismo y, eh, y plantando esta verdad en mi, en mi mente, en mi corazón, en mi espíritu. Eh, but every day I have to um, be aware and, and allow that truth to be planted in my life. No importa cómo me siente emocionalmente. It doesn't really matter how emotionally feel. 
eh, yo hablo a mí mismo y digo, eh, mi Dios es real. Um, I have to speak to myself and say, my God is real. Mi Dios está aquí conmigo. My God is here with me. Él es tan personal que está aquí sentado al lado mío. He is so personal that he is sitting here at my side. Eh, y comienzo a, a ministrar mi propia alma. And I need to minister unto my own soul. I need to uh, tell my soul, wake up and declare that your, your God is there. Yo creo que muchas veces lo que necesitamos es eh, una pasión desbordante por, por el Señor. We need a passionate um, uh, a focus on the Lord. Una, una pasión que, que eh, no la queremos dejar ir por nada porque sabemos que Dios es todo. We need this passion that we're not going to uh, we're not going to surrender for anything because we know that God is worth it. Porque lo que pasa como cristianos es a veces nos sentimos emocionalmente mal. Um, because what happens is Christians sometimes we feel emotionally bad. Entonces como me siento emocionalmente mal no busco al Señor. And so because I feel emotionally bad I don't seek the Lord. Y debería de ser lo contrario. Cuando me siento mal, más debería de buscarlo. And it really should be the opposite. The, when I feel bad, the even more I need the Lord. Eh, más debería decir, Señor, te necesito a mi lado. Now, I say, Lord, I need you at my side. Yo creo que es siguiendo el ejemplo de lo que hacía el salmista. Um, I think we need to follow the example of uh, the person who wrote the Psalms. No, no importa la condición en la que David estaba. It didn't matter the, the situation that David was going through. David continuamente le estaba buscando al Señor. David was constantly seeking the Lord. Ya, ya fuera para quejarse. And sometimes he would go to the Lord and complain. Ya, ya fuera para, para gozarse. Sometimes he'd go to the Lord and rejoice. Pero él sabía que la esencia de, de su vida estaba en el Señor. But he knew the essence of his life was in the Lord. Entonces, como cristianos, debemos de poner esto en, esta, en nuestra mente. As Christians, we need to put this in our minds. No importa cómo me siento. It doesn't matter how I feel. No importa en qué situación estoy. It doesn't matter what situation I'm in. Eh, es en el Señor. It's in the Lord. Que, que yo puedo mantenerme fuerte y encontrar y mantener el propósito. And that I can maintain my strength and encounter my purpose. Eh, y a eso eh, se le llama esta pasión, ¿no? Esta pasión por Dios. And this is what we call passion for the Lord. Debemos de mantener el fuego encendido. We have to keep our fires lit. A mí me gusta encender fuegos. I like to light fire. Como ayer que estaba asando una tortuga. Yeah, um, yeah, yesterday I was um, uh, grilling a turtle. Y yo sé de que, de que sin, sin, eh, sin el fuego la tortuga no se hace. Um, and I know that without the fire the, the turtle will not be grilled. Okay. Eh, y es lo mismo con cualquier tipo de carne. And it's true with whatever kind of meat. Me gustaría decir de que es lo mismo para poder morir a nosotros mismos. It's, and I'd like to say to you, it's the same thing when we need to die to ourselves. La única manera de morir a nosotros mismos. The only way to die to ourselves. Es entender que nuestra pasión debe enfocarse en el Señor. Is knowing that our passion has to be set upon the Lord. Él es nuestro fuego. He is our fire. Y Él es el que nos consume. And He is the one that consumes us. Y, y estaba pensando mientras René estaba hablando. I was thinking while René was speaking. Eh, en, en esto que hemos aprendido acerca de la adoración. And this aspect we've learned about worship. 
eh, nosotros hemos aprendido que la adoración es todo lo que hacemos para el Señor. And we've learned that worship is everything we do as cuando estamos lavando nuestra ropa, estamos adorando al Señor. And so when we are washing our clothes, that is worship unto the Lord. Cuando estamos limpiando la cocina, limpiando los pisos o los baños. So when we're cleaning the floor or cleaning the bathrooms, we are, that is worship unto the Lord. Entonces es la motivación de mi corazón lo que el Señor mira. It's the motivation of my heart that the Lord sees. Entonces cuando nos damos cuenta que todo lo que hacemos es para adorar al Señor, entonces eso mantiene nuestra vida eh, conectada con Dios y decir voy a comer por, para Dios, voy a vestirme para Dios y, y eso te hace una vida más activa. And so when we have this revelation that everything we do is Um, when we do it unto him, it is worship. Then that motivates me that the way when I get dressed, I'm getting, I'm worshiping the Lord. When I'm eating, I am worshiping the Lord. Everything that I do unto him is worship. Y, y estar conscientes de que Dios está presente es, es muy importante. And to be conscious that the Lord is present is very important. Y, y eso es la parte del temor del Señor. And this is what it means to have fear of the Lord. Eh, porque el Señor está aquí, entonces yo... Yo tengo respeto hacia su persona. This is the Lord is here. I, I have respect for him. Y, y, y por mi relación con él, yo quiero estar más tiempo con él. And because of my relationship with him, I want to spend more time with him. Entonces el temor de Dios me ayuda a mantenerme eh, eh, con mi corazón limpio. And so the fear of the Lord helps me to maintain a pure heart. Eh, porque eso es muy importante que podemos vivir una vida en santidad. It's very important that we can live a holy life. Y, y muchas veces entendemos esto de santidad como cierta manera eh, de cosas para hacer. Um, a lot of times we think of this holy life as the meaning like a list of things we have to accomplish. Eh, pero la santidad es, es vivir en obediencia a Dios. But holiness is simply to live in obedience unto the Lord. Entonces, todo lo que hago en obediencia para Dios, eso, eso te llena este día y lo haces el otro día y te llena y, y aunque a veces, como René mencionaba, nos sentimos emocionalmente eh, la situación difícil, eh, eso es donde nos da la victoria. And so, when I do everything in obedience unto the Lord, that is worship, and, it, and it, it gives me the energy and the focus to, to go forward each day because I'm doing everything in obedience unto Him. And like Renee was mentioning, some days emotionally I don't feel like, like it. Some days the emotions aren't there, but I speak to my soul and declare, align yourself with the Lord, and therefore I am strengthened to move forward another, another day. Amen and amen. Thank you guys for that word. That's a good reminder uh, for us. And that is my prayer for us as a church to maintain our spiritual fervor, to continue to uh, pursue holiness, to remember that God is with us, uh, to remember that all that we do is worship to God and to keep that passion and that flame uh, alive in us to continue to love and serve uh, our Savior, Jesus. Um, Even if that flame is, we won't be cooking turtle anytime soon, but <laughs> it's a good analogy. So <laughs> thank you for that, Renee. All right, you guys, I, I so appreciate um, your time and thank you for uh, sharing with us and for your, your, your encouragement and your call for us to continue to be passionate about serving the Lord and connecting with him. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.